is good, everybody? It's your boy Deluxe on back again on the Deluxe podcast, where we talk about a plethora of things, going over content, brand building, my personal failures, what to learn from that, and the occasional successes that we learn from or that happen due to failures. On this podcast, I really want to go ahead and deep dive again on some content and brand building because I think a lot of you that listen to this have a lot are, of course, on trying to build brands. A lot of people are trying to build businesses. A lot of people are trying to build their personal brands and still don't really have a good idea of how to go about that. And I always love giving some value, some practical value, at least that I've implemented um, across a couple different channels. Um, as well as with my media company that I'm developing where I help brands do kind of the same shit. So kind of give you an insight of actually somebody that's actually building brands and building profiles for business and what you should be doing. Now, I'm no fucking perfectionist at this. I'm learning every single day more and more. So understand that I'm no all-hailed guru. I don't want to ever be thought of as a guru. I'm just voicing my thoughts and... A lot of times my thoughts just tend to work out when you execute them really, really well. So take notes. <laughs> Anyways, um, this this podcast, uh, you know, I want to go ahead. With, with the students I'm mentoring right now, a couple students I'm mentoring, of course, a lot of people always want to work on their branding and how to go about their social media. Um, and a lot of people associate Branding and their branding, they they associate their brand with their numbers, meaning their followers, meaning their views, all that stuff, right? This is not going to be that type of podcast where I'm going to tell you how to get your views and numbers up and everything like that because there's a there's been it's already been happened this giant shift where look everybody can can create the numbers and everything like that. Um, and I think a lot of people fall in love with the numbers too much. I think when people who are very, very good with social media and they start creating numbers, first time being, you want to see, all right, how, how, how high can I take this shit, right? How, how, how much can I create to create this attention or to create views? And sometimes people get stuck in it. Sometimes people can snap out of it and get back to business at hand. I think there's a bigger metric and, and there's always a bigger metric when it comes to business. It's never like revenue and, and money is always a good indicator, but it's, it's all feedback. Same thing with your insights. And I, I try voicing this to a lot of my mentor students. Everything is all feedback, right? It's not a true outcome. It doesn't tell you how, you know, it, it, it's just a feedback of like what you've done in the past, like what you did in the past, what video you created, where a business strategy model, uh, and, and tactic you implemented in the last quarter actually did positive for you. Now, how are you going to build off that, right? And it kind of, it's not just something that tells you that you're successful. It's just kind of like a feedback of like, okay, that worked or it didn't work. Maybe sometimes it doesn't work. But I would tell you, stop following your numbers and stop and, and just follow how many people Follow how many people truly fuck with you. Like, get a, there's no insight to that. There's no physical insight that says... There's no, no no amount of likes, no amount of anything. Everything kind of has a hidden agenda behind it. But fuck, but but start following how many people truly fuck with you, and and 
you know, as a brand, and, and I'm speaking this in terms of now that I'm implementing and and creating uh, influencer marketing strategies, meaning I'm going out and finding different um, influencers in different lanes, different niches with different types of audiences and understanding who those audiences are. On my side of things, I could give a fuck about your views. I could give a fuck about your followers. Really, in my eyes, and I kind of go off of this formula where like it's if you have a thousand followers, but I can genuinely see like consistently over time, the 900 of those thousand fuck with you on a deep rooted level. I'm going to take you <laughs> and try to get you to come over with me more so than the person with 80,000 fucking followers or 100,000, however many, and only 800 people fucking with you. Or even let's say like 8,000 followers and 2,000 people. So, okay, like that, that that's even a better example because end of the day, they, the other person has more followers and technically a little bit more uh, of a higher number of people fucking with them. But I'm going to still go with the one who has that deep-rooted audience because everybody's going to try and go for, go after the clout number, right? Everybody's going to see that number and be like, oh, they must be special, but they're not. They just know how to create attention and more so than not, they're a slave to whatever attention they're trying to generate. Because if they weren't, they'd be actually be giving fucking value and getting people to fuck with them on a real, resonating with people on a real fucking level. So how do you actually do that, right? And I'm not saying every brand does this. If you look at somebody like, um, let's say, I think everybody knows what Bang Energy is, right? If you ever go on Bang Energy on their fucking um, uh, Instagram handle and you look at the people they're giving product out to, you would kind of be like, yo, who the f-? like? It's just very cringy and bad content. Like they could damn near do a fucking porno, and then just sip a thing of Bang Energy before and call that marketing, right? There's no creative thought in there. It's just like let's create like the most provocative, like shit. I'm dropping my my little uh, bouncy ball. <laughs> well, I'm talking about porn. Um, let's just create the most pro- 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 let's create the most provocative piece of content that will gather attention. That probably isn't going to sell whatever the whatever we're doing, but we get that free little market space. It's like that nice little cheap shot of free marketing in there, right? Free advertising. But it doesn't really make me want to like drink no bang energy. I'm just like, okay, that that's cool. But I'm just gonna res- I'm gonna let, let's see what what's a good fucking brand to make this to. I have one in the barber industry, and I'll just go with that because. So if, if, if you're in the barber industry, one company I actually like really fuck with what they're doing right now is Mason's Pomade. Shout out to Mason's. I've, I've actually DM'd them about this too and, and, and given them props on their, their uh, marketing strategy and how they're going after the influencers. I was like, you guys are actually doing a fucking correct. Everybody else here out here is like uh, doing a shitty job. And I just want to commend you for that. Shout out to Mason's. I'm trying to get a free t-shirt. Now, I, I actually you know if I don't, I don't even want a free t-shirt. I, I'll buy one. Go check out this shit because I, I, this shit's actually kind of nice. Anyways, um, Mason's Pomade, if you look at their people, they're, in, they're targeting for their influencers. If you're looking at the people who they're getting on their brand, they're not getting the biggest influencers in the industry, but they're getting the people who have the deepest connection 
I mean, you could say it's like a typical LA type of barber and shit like that, but they're getting the people who go to these live events, hair jams. They're going to like all these things. They're networking in person. It's not just done. Like they have decent followings. They have like anywhere from like 3,000 to maybe 15,000 followers, but they generally know their audience and who their audience is and everybody kind of respects them. You know, they're kind of cut all the same type of style, but fuck it. it. It's working for them, right? And Macy's Pomade is not a fucking huge brand, but just seeing who they got on their team, you're like, damn, bro, they kind of tight. You know, they don't got elegance type numbers, but I would bet you a lot of people would much rather go to Mason's right now rather than elegance just off of the purity factor of what their brand stands for. Not saying elegance isn't pure, but elegance is definitely making more is doing more business side while Mason is Mason's is definitely more on the artistic um, side of the industry, right? So how do we go ahead and get that type of following where people actually get to fuck with us, right? We're not worried about the numbers. Actually, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little bit later. You got you have to have a good balance of, of numbers and people fucking with you. It can't just be all one-sided because if you only get people who fuck with you and you never try to outreach and grow, you're going to kind of be staying at the same spot. You're going to be like that, that, uh, local, that local rapper, right? Everybody fucks with you. Everybody fucks with your music, but you ain't never did what you wanted to do in the industry, right? So you got to have that balance and understanding. You got to build a foundation, but once that foundation is built, you got to go out there and go get it. So how, and, 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 and how, how do you go ahead and do that correctly, right? Because I think everybody, nobody wants to be that person, ah, oh, I just sold out or whatever, this is gonna be my thoughts on this. So, anyways, you have to create better content first and foremost, right? I, I've always, I always say you gotta create better content, and um, I think everybody, everybody, and I think I said it on like my last podcast about TikTok and shit. I think everybody's like in this TikTok craze, right? I think I, I, I like to think of it as like this TikTok syndrome. Gary Vee said TikTok one time in a, vi- or yeah, I should say one time. He's been saying it for like over a year. Motherfuckers just never wanted to listen. And then he puts it on an IGTV video and it goes viral and then everybody wants to hop on TikTok all of a sudden, right? But this motherfucker's been saying this for a year, over a year now. Anyways, I call it, I think of it as the TikTok syndrome. Everybody's rushing over to TikTok because they're not having success anywhere else. More, more than likely. Some people are having success and want to translate that into TikTok. But for me, this is how I see it. People who are so in a rush to get big on TikTok really don't have the talent of what it takes to build something really, really, really good and strong foundation, maybe in other platforms. And if that's you, if you're rushing over there because you want to be first because it's got great, it's got incredible organic reach. It's stupid almost how like I think that first the first post I ever did I, I think it was January 1st this year I remember I posted it, it was like it was like at one in the morning I posted I posted one post right I wake, I wake up the next morning I don't even wait, I don't even check it when I wake up I, I I think I check it like later that next day at like four o'clock right and it was already over like two hundred thousand like views or th- or maybe closer to three hundred thousand whatever it was and I was like wow okay and I literally had zero followers I mean it was just stupid but I thought about this. I was like, all right, this is cool. But I, it, it reminded me a little bit too much 
of how people understood how to hack Instagram when it first came out, right? Like all the Instagram models, they started posting like half naked pictures, like who who could who could show most of their ass or tits out or dudes who could be like the most like like showing off their abs and oiled up and shit, right? All this all this like cringy shit now. But I, I think of it as like all those people who just kept on posting and posting the same thing because it worked, quote unquote, because it grew their numbers, quote unquote, and they took that as real like value, which we at the time when Instagram was going on, nobody really knew what the fuck real value was. But over time, they never were able to develop an understanding and a skill of creating new ideas and creating better content and actually building a community through those numbers. Because they were just so in love with that result. Oh man, I know what to do if I can just post this picture. I'm gonna get so many likes. People are gonna like slide in my DMs. I'm gonna feel important, right? But you weren't able to develop a message to be able to develop business. Really, I mean, I think of all the, um, of of all the people who were super early on Instagram. Really, I think the only one I personally follow is just Dan Bilzerian, the fucking goat. And I think y'all know why I follow Dan Bilzerian, <laughs> right? But everybody else, I remember, uh, what's her name? Jen Selter, Settler, Settler, Selter, whatever her name was. She was like that girl who everybody thought she had a ridiculous body. And now there's like 1,000 million of those same like looking girls and shit, right? It, it's, it's, you have to be able to develop and learn the skill of like testing something that you know is not going to work to get the numbers like that would for something that is going to work for you. Like, let's say for me, posting a big chop hair tutorial on Instagram or hair, hair video on Instagram is going to get me a lot of views. But posting something else, maybe if it was content like something like this where I'm speaking and giving something in this lane or whatever else it may be, I have no clue if that's going to resonate, right? But it's testing to see how it works. And I'm going to get in how you're going to test properly because I think a lot of people, they get scared. They test. They don't see the result. Fuck, it doesn't work. And they, they go back to whatever they're doing. I'll get back to that later. But back to the TikTok early syndrome. Everybody is literally trying to be early on the next next big thing when we've had YouTube, which has been a staple of fucking... YouTube literally pays you to create no other platform pays you to create, and yet people are so fucking lazy to create better content because YouTube has is so overflooded that they don't want to be able to put in the work to stand out for six months, eight months, a year. It took me like six months till I started actually gaining over a couple thousand subscribers on YouTube, right? Because you have to learn. It's a longer game that way. But everybody's trying to be early instead of of trying to transcend the best or whatever is the current best. And that's truly how you're going to always stay relevant. If you're early, you have a very good chance of being like how everybody else was when they were early on Instagram, right? Literally, no, I, I don't know really of anybody who's like, quote unquote, doing it big on Instagram, Besides Kylie Jenner, who was made, and I don't even know if she was one of those first people, but like one of those first people who was on Instagram that actually was truly big, right? I think you see like people like, I mean, look, look at David Goggins, the motherfucker, he like is a fucking beast. And because he transcended how like people in like the, like 
like uh, motive. I I I guess I don't want to call him a motivational speaker, but I guess you could say that he's just a fucking badass, right? But he transcended how people like people are used to like guys standing up there taking a selfie and like talking about like how like motivate you gotta fucking do it man you gotta be fucking hard bro yeah man motivation yeah bro you gotta wake up at four fucking in the morning get sh- he, he wasn't doing that shit he's a hard-ass motherfucker right he transcended that already per- that that per- that belief of what that person looks like on social media and created a whole new version of it. That's what you have to do in whatever you're doing. And, 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 and even if you're not even on social media and whatever your lane is in whatever you're doing, like with your life right now, you have to transcend it, right? You have to always be moving forward and saying, what's the best? How can I do it better? Because if you're just doing the best, like I said before, you're only going to become just a shadow of hope in that same light. You're only going to be just a fragment of what that other person was able to create because you're not them. So, I said it already before, but instead of really posting what you already know what works, post a new test. And testing, what I like to call it, is testing like a new idea. So, for me, it would be like testing a new way of like entertainment, right? Testing a new uh, type of content, testing a new, maybe I'm speaking now, maybe I'm, you know, um, impert, like trying to be like, remember when Takashi uh, Six Nine was like tying his shoes or something like that, calling him fast, and he slips and runs. I was like, oh, that'd be a funny like little piece of marketing for like my courses. Maybe I should try that out. I don't know if it's gonna work. Tried that out. It actually kind of did pretty well. People understood like the 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 correlation with it. Even YouTube, I was always trying to test. I was like, well. What if I just talk all the time, right? What, what, uh, what if there was like really no dead space? Let me go try that. People didn't fuck with it, but I resonated with the right people. All right, cool. That works. Well, I want people to actually see me because all they see is like maybe two seconds of me in a video. Let them see me and tell like, let me, let me vlog a little bit in the beginning. It's like, I don't know if people are going to fuck with it, but let me test it. Test it out different ways on how to vlog. Found the right uh, uh, type of content that I wanted to create before a YouTube tutorial that I would actually keep a user or viewer engaged. And that was from even watching people like uh, 360GZ and, and Basio and being able to transcend and make it better. Watching people like Yo Fonz and trying to make it better because I was like, ah, if they're doing that, I got to do better than what they're doing and be able to create a new way. Not just like look at them and say, okay, they're doing this. That's what I got to do. Mm-mm, it's not gonna make, that's not what's going to make you able to break through the, all the noise out there, okay? For me, I, I deleted a shit ton of content on on just really my Instagram, I didn't delete content on on uh, YouTube because it took me too long to create. I would just ah, I just won't watch that one anymore, <laughs> right? But Instagram, I could go ahead and delete it if it didn't work for me. Um, do just these tests. I would like come up with an idea. I was like, all right, let me create it. Took me like maybe let's say I would go to the barber shop and I would I would create the piece of content, edit it down, do whatever I needed to do with it, post it the next day. And then I got feedback right there if, it, if, it, if people fuck with it or not. And I was like, okay, um, if people didn't fuck with it, let me just go take that down. I'll delete that. And it, it never hurt my profile from growing. It really didn't. It, it, and people always think, oh, if I do that, it's going to hurt my numbers. Gonna, it never hurts anything, right? If you already know like what to do, it's never going to hurt anything. And even, even if you don't know what to do, what's, what is it going to hurt in the first place? Like you staying in the same place? No, like motherfuckers is not following you. (laughs) Nobody, nobody really gives a fuck about you yet to like anything to be affected. Right. 
So it didn't hurt me, but it only made me better in my content and my awareness and my understanding of the content. It made me more, it just made me better in, in understanding of like, okay, this is what the audience wants. And it developed that skill within me to kind of intuitively know now, okay, this is how people, this is how I think people should react to this because I've done this enough times, right? I've done this enough reps. And it's it really like creativity, it's just about reps. It's like anything else, it's a muscle. Create, you got to flex a creative muscle. You, if you don't think you're creative, really you're just telling yourself that lie. Like you just aren't directing your unique creativity towards the area that you want to see the progress in. Like it, it's crazy. I, I just, um, my boy Vic Blends, shout out to Vic Blends. He, he just finished his California tour. Wasn't able to link up with him when he came to Sacramento the first time around, but he came back uh, before he flew out with his boy Dwayne. Shout out my boy Dwayne too. We we was uh chopping it up, real good dude. Um, out over working in Basio shop in Florida, Tampa Bay actually, um, and uh, got to talking about his kids and swimming and shit. Real good dude. Um, but I was talking to Vic Blends and he was talking to my man, man. You know, I'm just I'm just not creative. Like you know, like in the barber industry, we got Julius Caesar, we got Diego. Uh, Famos, all these dudes who are very, very creative. Vic was like, man, I'm just not creative, like how they dress and everything. I'm like, bro, you, I'm like, bro, I, I, I think I told, I'm like, bro, you lying to yourself, bro. You, you going, you a creative ass motherfucker. You created everything you're doing right now. You just don't put that energy, that creative energy towards your appearance, right? And that's not to say that what they're doing is wrong. You just express it in a different way. We're all like, we are all creators at the end of the day. We're creating a reality each and every fucking second of what's going to happen in the future, whether it be in, we see that result two, two seconds from now or uh, 20 years from now, right? We're always fucking creating something. It's just a matter of redirecting that creative energy or being able to focus all that creative energy into one place, first of all. And then once you have it directed in one place, make sure it's cr- uh, directed in the correct area right, of your life. So if you're all over the place and don't know what the fuck to do for a career, maybe you should focus all that creative energy on figuring out what career path you want to go in. Now, if you're in a career path, now take that creative energy and actually, maybe if you want to start dressing a little bit more flyer, like Vic Blend said, <laughs> I think Vic dresses all right. But, you know, take whatever you're doing and put that energy into maybe how the way you dress and express yourself. It's all a, it's all a way of how you express your creative uh, flow. Um, it, and, and everybody's creative in their own unique way. Like I, 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 I think I've said this before. I, I was never creative. I thought I was never creative before. I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna edit a video. I don't know how I'm gonna create this content. I'm not creative. And I had to stop telling myself that at the end of the day, we, we all, we all, you know, whatever you believe in, wherever we came from, God, whatever God you believe in, we all have the power to create, right? We're all some, we're all came from somewhere that was created and we all had that somewhere in the, within us too. So when you're kind of saying that you you can't create, you're literally t- like holding yourself back of your unique ability to do that, right? That's what separates humans from every every other animal living on this planet. Think any every other animal can just like create. They can't create what we can with free will, right? Like they have a certain set of laws and rules in their biology over time, right? Spiders can only like make spider webs they can't make like uh, i don't know they can't make fucking what, what else is things that animals make they can't they can't lay like snake eggs right they can't just one day like think of a way to like reproduce snake eggs or some shit like that i don't know where the fuck that one came from i don't even know bro <laughs> that was a weird that was a weird train of thought <laughs> um but but 
we have that free will to go ahead and choose where we want to put our creative energy in. Lastly, you know, and, and, and this goes for the testing thing. Stop following the standards and literally just start thinking of new standards. And this goes into like testing out, creating, testing, testing, creating. You know, once something has been done, that's the standard. Anything, anything less than that or to that is a failure. You have to think what I, you have to think on that, that type of level and that type of thinking. Anything less than that new highest standard is a fucking failure because it's already been done. You have to think, okay, it's been done. How do I get above that? How can I go ahead and create something better? Because if you really want to truly make something that's long lasting, if you really want to be a, be have a great legacy, look, Jay Z couldn't just continue making average or typical rapper money. Whoever the the rapper, whoever made the most money before him, I don't know who it was. Maybe Dr. Dre, um, because he was in the game a little bit earlier and he already had his beats deal and, and thing going on or whatever he had going on. I don't even know if if he had that before him, but if if Jay Z was like, all right. That I just gotta make what Dre makes and I'll be the goat, right? Motherfucker wouldn't be fucking Jay Z today, like we know him, right? Like he would have just he would have stopped a long time ago or just stayed at that level. He's always trying to transcend, even with them, and that that's the game too. You like, I think the really really talented motherfuckers, like they're not only able to like light that fire in themselves and be like, okay, that's that new standard that that person's. I gotta crush it, right? They do that with themselves, and as simple as that sounds, when you actually go through it and accomplish something, there's sometimes like that little bit of like, okay, I did it, I did it. Like that feel good. Like you can take a deep breath and relax. The really talented motherfuckers who have that right foundation, right? The foundation that we were talking about before. They're able to go ahead and every single time they get that, cool. That's the standard. I can't, I can't do anything less than this from now on. This is not acceptable to me, right? It's very, very hard to do that. And like if you say, ah, oh, no, I could do that shit. Think about if you made $50 million in a month. You might take off a couple months or a couple years, bro. It would be very, I think, I think the average person who has at least, I don't know if I anybody listen. if anybody listens to this that, that is, that has made 50 million in a month, come DM me, please, because I want to know what the fuck you have been doing, <laughs> especially following me and I fuck with you, right? But I think people who have made like that type of money. They either go in one or two places. They stay there because they got that. Ah, okay, or they have that. Nope, new, new, new standard. Right? How do I get sixty, seventy-five million a month? Right? And even if it, it even, even saying it is even e- is still too easy, bro. Like saying it, thinking it, still too easy to do. The execution and the actual result of what comes next is really gonna tell be the telling tale of do you really have it? Not, oh yeah, he says he says he got it. Oh yeah, he likes to tell people that. Nah, bruh. You get weighed by your we you get weighed by your results and your execution. We don't vote on you for that, of like what you say. We 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 this is not a voting thing of like, oh I like what he said. He said it with real emotion. I think he gonna do it. No, we're gonna weigh you at the end of it, bruh. Did you do it or not?
Lastly, just, you know, once you understand your lane, everything in terms of creative understanding and, and creating the tension to build it bigger comes stupid easy. You know, and I think most people try to do that at first and overlook the foundational level of the product or brand to ensure, you know, it's long lasting effect because people really are not fucking patient enough. And I've learned that from like working one on one with with barbers and other um, creators. People are not patient enough to put in the time and effort to map out their direction or they're so lazy, not patient, but lazy that they'll go ahead and map it all out and never fucking execute. Remember, you get weighed, not voted. We're not voting on whose plan sounds the best. We're weighing if can you fucking execute the shit. I don't care if you have the best sounding plan, bruh. Fucking little, little, uh, little Tony over here. This motherfucker is executing the shit out of somebody who's never even had a plan. And you're still, you're, you're, you're on your 20th plan trying to like rewrite the shit out and make it perfect. Lil Tony just executes and he's, he, that's why he's winning. You're like, man, fuck Lil Tony. I got a good plan. I'm like, cool. Lil Tony just made 50 million a month. You're still making like two, two, uh, 200 a month right now, right? Not that money is like the, the, the biggest thing, but Tony probably enjoys fucking executing, actually getting results. And you just want to fucking talk about it. So that's it. For this creators um, special, I guess it's like Creative Wednesdays. <laughs> We're not making this a thing. Don't hit me up, bro. What happened to Creative Wednesdays, bro? I, I just, I'll, I'll just say it. All right, well, it's Creative Wednesdays. Woo! Mark your calendars, bitch. Right? No, it's just, it's just something I come up with on the fly. But make sure you guys go ahead when you go ahead and attacking your brands, attacking your profiles, attacking your business. <laughs> You can go about it two ways. There's no wrong way about it. You can f- try to figure out how to gain the attention, which I think a lot of people do nowadays. But understand, it's very, very, it's it, very few are able to create the attention and then go back and lay the, and, and implement the foundation of, of, of the brand building because they become too addicted to the result of building everything up, right? They're too addicted to getting the result and like, oh, I don't want to change. I, I see all these big numbers. I don't want to change. You know, I don't want to stop posting big haircut tutorials and stuff like that. I can't do it, bro. Right. Or you can go ahead and build that foundation first execute it while you're implementing here and there some tests of like trying to get attention that way when you do pop people have something to look back on right i think both work and i'll 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 make a quick correlation between the two right drake drizzy drake best i ever had that drake motherfucker popped with that single right that was like the first time everybody heard Drake. But Drake had music. I had a whole entire he had a he had a whole entire I don't want to call it an album. He had a he had a mixtape before that. Plus that tape too that he put out with that with the that single. So people can go back and listen to his music and see and listen to see what he's put out. He had credible music that people could be fans of. And he was building his like foundation behind the scenes. All he needed was that one to pop off. 
to get him noticed, and then people are like, oh shit, he got he got cool music. Cool music. One one dude I, I I fuck with right now is the baby, right? I've been bumping the baby a little bit, and uh, I know I, I I listen to Suge and everything like that, but uh, I don't know what the fuck this that album. I think it was uh, Blank Blank or whatever, whatever it is. Where uh, it's that the orange colored album that he got out right now. I'm terrible with this. I sound like such a fucking like thirty year old dad or some shit like that. Oh uh, yeah, that that the baby with the orange covered album. You know, yeah, that shit popping right now. No. Um, I don't know why I just went back on it. Oh, I I know because I like that that uh, that song Twenty One because one of my mentor students used that on his uh, video. And it's been in my head been playing. I'm like, damn, that shit kind of tight, right? I wonder what's, what what album that was on because that wasn't on the recent one. I went back and researched his shit. It's like, damn, this motherfucker was actually putting out some cool ass music even before he popped. This is tight. Like, I kind of fuck with him now because he's been like he he's he's been out there making good shit. Just he just been waiting to pop. You know, you can go about it that way, build a whole thing and then build a foundation and then just get the easy pop, right? Which I think is a a really, really solid plan. It's been mapped out for a while on how to execute on that. And I think it's the more proven way. Or you could take the Hail Mary approach. Like I would say how Lil Nas went about it, right? So Lil Nas, many of you know, Old Town Road. Was just trying to get popping, trying to get all the attention, right? He was trying to get big, make it big. Only had thirty dollars left. He had like, I remember like looking him up, and he only had like three or four other songs like that you could listen to, and none of them sounded cool. So everybody, I, I know for me, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna listen to Old Town Road. I don't fuck with anything else," right? Like I was like, "Damn, bro, bro better start making some music because this shit, this shit, his clock is running out." But you can go ahead and do that. Create your attention, create that best I ever had, create your Suge, the stuff that's going to get you noticed and popping. And now it's just about talent. Do you actually have the shit to back it up now that you have people eyes on you? Because now people are going to give you chances and listen to what you got next, right? Oh, he made, oh, you talking, you know, like, like. He, then he, I thought it was the smartest move. Hey, bro, Cardi, come back, come on my shit real quick. You got Cardi B on a song. I was like, bro, that's a smart move. You just going with another person who's popping right now, who everybody also wants to always hear. That buys you a little bit more time, so you can go ahead and create an album. But your job now is to create a fucking album, so people can go ahead and listen to just not what you do make pop, but what you gotta say, so people can resonate with your message. If you want a long term brand, if not, you want to be like Migos, just whoo whoo, cool too. I'm not against it. I just think long term wise, uh, you know, maybe not. Maybe not. I wouldn't take. I, w- I wouldn't want that approach. They get their money though, and I don't think anything's wrong with it at all. But not something I, I would much prefer. Drake type of brand more than um, the me Migos, right? But. You have a dun- uh, you have a dunch you have a bunch of different options or two different ways to really go about it. Build the foundation, and then get the easy. I think I think getting the I think grabbing the attention is the easier part. I think building the right foundation, the right core, is a little bit harder. Um, and that's why people always gravitate towards grabbing attention first because it's, it's uh, easier to do. You get to, you get to see a result more quickly. The other way around it is. Wait, what did I say first? I say build the foundation, then get the, get the attention. Yeah, I did. The other way around is just simply get the attention first, 
get your name known so that by and then once you get that one popping thing get your ass into a studio or whatever the fuck you're doing if you're creating content understand why that popped and why people like that from you and then start creating your best shit because you have to have talent at that point in time in order to uh, survive past that little blip in uh in a period in time all right so that's a little brand building. That's a little, um, what I call this? Content Wednesdays or I don't even know what the fuck. I, uh, Creative Wednesdays, I think I called it. I don't know what the fuck I did. But if you are building a brand, if you're building something on social media, if you're trying to um, build any type of business, hopefully this bought you a little bit more clarity. I'm pretty sure it did. At least some part in how to go ahead and tack your social media strategy. As everybody knows, is a big, big part of business nowadays. But I think a lot of people are attacking it with just going for attention. Attention matters, but attention with purpose and attention with intent is actually what really matters. Um, and I know I've always talked about attention wins business, and it still does. But you have to have intent with your intention, not just getting attention just because you want to shake your ass and and uh do all that shit with with uh showing off your abs and shit you can't that's no nobody's gonna be like damn i wish i was him maybe some people with like really low self-esteem but some real motherfuckers who is gonna be um possible customers of whatever you're building Mm, cool abs bro not gonna buy your shit though (laughs) so if you guys know anybody Well, I shouldn't even say that. If you thought you uh, got some value of this and you know somebody else who's currently struggling with their social media or building something and been having trouble just trying to understand what direction they need to go in building their brand online, whether it be in the barber industry, whether it be like myself building a media company or whether it be just anything online. Maybe they're trying to build Etsy store. Maybe they're trying to do something with Shopify, whatever the fuck it may be. I think this this might add a little bit of value and give them a little bit more clarity. Make sure you go ahead and if you are listening to this, send this off to somebody that needs to hear this today and make sure not to not forget to go ahead and press that subscribe button. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you leave a review if you fuck with me um, because nobody can leave comments on this. So it kind of leaves me a little bit in the dark on what you guys think about this podcast. Other than that, you guys always appreciate you sharing it on your Instagram and all that all that good shit. Always appreciate all the DMs, um, even though I have very limited time to get back to them. And other than that, I'm going to eat some tuna because I just got back from my five-mile run. Almost done with 75 hard. Another two days. Friday's the day I'm off. And then I get to eat a nice, delicious, juicy burger. All right, y'all. I'm out.